I'm so glad you're back for the Visible Entrepreneur Season 3. Today, we're going to talk about publicity with my favorite guests. I'm going to ask them, what is your favorite publicity feature and how did you get it? Before we dive in, understand that there's a big difference between visibility and publicity. Publicity is much more strategic to build the knowledge of your name in the online space and for people to trust your credibility. So keep that in mind as we tune in and see what our experts had to say. I want to chat about publicity. This is Jen's realm and I think it'd be really fun to hear what was your favorite publicity feature and how did you get it? Um, Well, I'll talk about a feature for myself, not for clients, because <laughs> we're getting clients on like Ellen and on the Today Show, and that's a whole other avenue. But my favorite for myself was a feature on Forbes, um, and it really started with reading the content on Forbes and having that feeling of I really feel like this is a place where I can contribute and add a lot of value. So instead of me trying to fit, you know, a square peg into a round hole, I'm looking at their content that they're already running and seeing how they're positioning their helpful content and feeling like what I have to offer is going to fit their audience and serve them really well. So in reading a specific uh, channel that they had for entrepreneurs and DIY strategies for them to promote their own businesses, I really felt like I could contribute a step-by-step approach for how they could get their own PR. So I just reached out to the author and I positioned it in a way that was um, just helpful to them, very succinct. You know, that's the key is keep it short and sweet and to the point and end with a call to action that's, you know, can I write this up for you or would you like to learn more about the strategies I can share with your audience And the writer got back to me and said, yeah, it sounds great. Write it up. And so I did. I wrote the whole article the way that I would want to see it on Forbes. And then I never heard from her again until I got a Google alert on my name on a Saturday. That was literally my entire article with my picture and links to my website. And I ran around the house screaming like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And it just kind of came from that feeling of I have a lot to offer and I feel like the way that I could position it would be very value driven for their audience. And the worst they can do is say no or just say nothing at all. Um, And so it didn't even require follow up. A lot of times you do have to follow up and I would say be persistent if you feel like what you're presenting to the publication is a great fit. And will add a lot of value to their audience. If you don't hear from an editor, it could be that they're really busy, um, that they have you in their inbox and they just haven't had a chance to get back to you. And in my agency, we get so many placements on the follow-up, sometimes on the second and third follow-up or when we approach the second editor. Uh, so don't give up. You know, Don't just send it out, lob it out into the, into the uh, media ether and then hope that you get a reply. You do have to be proactive. But that Forbes feature really um, kind of came organically and has still, it's been a couple years and we're still getting traffic from it to this day. So that was a great one. Oh, that's fantastic. Who's next? Ross. So um, I actually have a, also have a Forbes story as well. Um, This is one of the first features I ever got in like a big publication like that. And the way I got it was just strategically creating 
getting clients and trying to work with high profile clients in my agency for a period of time, because I noticed that when you do that, a lot of things come out of them that are intangibles. And so we worked with um, this guy who apparently was a journalist for Forbes. Um, he wrote an article for us about basically how he had tried so many different Instagram agencies and none of them had worked out well for him, but ours did. And no link to my website at all. For some reason, that wasn't able to be included there because I don't know why, but just said that name of our agency. Well, the Forbes article actually got ranked number one on Google for Instagram growth. The articles made us over a million dollars just directly. Whoa. Just from people copying and pasting our agency name. I've tried this whole thing. It's actually crazy. I'm like, Amazing. No way. like people are going to the article, copy and pasting the name into Google, searching our agency. So sometimes like, I don't know, I, I talk to entrepreneurs all the time. They're like, yeah, Forbes and entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, so that you can post it. People just see the headline and all that stuff. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Sometimes if those things can rank. You're right, like, let it rain. Like, really, really serious. You know, cause people are like very primed. They yeah. On Forbes, then they go right to your website and then they buy your stuff. It's like, Hey, I heard about you on Forbes. I know you guys are the real deal. It's like, Absolutely. Kind of a good, uh, it's a really good strategy if you know how to use PR. Oh, that's fantastic. So Emily has to hop off in just a minute, but before she does, I know it sounds really lame, but this way I can grab a screenshot. I need us all to just smile so that if I take a still, it won't look ridiculous. So ready? Okay, fantastic. Emily, do you want to answer this question before you hop off? Um, yeah, sure, sure. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, so I haven't, I haven't actually, I need to hire Jen clearly because I don't have a lot of, I don't have a lot of visibility features that I'm like super proud of. I've definitely been featured on Entrepreneur. That was cool. Um, for me, my favorite publicity right now is speaking and has been really paid off really great for me. So um, I know that's not a cool article, but um, I, I just find that being in front of people like that in a new way, like adding that to paid ads and the other things that we do, whatever that is, if it is, you know, being featured on Forbes or if it's speaking, like is definitely pays off to have those different channels that you're gaining that visibility in your business. Absolutely. How about you, Jill? I also have a Forbes story. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone just loves Forbes. <laughs> um, <laughs> So it's interesting because this year we drastically changed our business. And so our PR efforts are more just to build exposure versus go towards a paid offer because we have none. Our revenue model is fully affiliate um, for at least 2019. Um, and so we were looking to get people into our quiz. And so I pitched a very, um, I felt targeted idea, which was how to grow an online or how to start an online business that's right for your personality. Um, because not everyone is meant to be a coach. Not everyone's meant to have a course. Some people want to do drop shipping or Amazon stores or affiliate marketing or whatever that is services. Um, and so I wanted a post out there that kind of puts our philosophies on that out there and then drives towards our quiz, which is how to start the right business for your personality or it was we're upgrading it. Um, which is all monetized through affiliate arms going into other people's um, funnels around the different business models that we mentioned. So my intention was simply to get out there, get our, our theories and concepts out there, and then to pull people in and get them going through our quiz. So it worked really, really well. I've also had a feature on um, 
Inc. and Entrepreneur, and those have been great, but more so from an SEO perspective in that they've given us like a huge backlink boost. Um, and we still get, like, I would say Entrepreneur is one of our highest um, uh, referral sources. And I think we have like two posts up there. One is how to make money selling nothing online, which is all around affiliate marketing and kind of like what we do. Um, and then I think another one was just a mention of me, but I, I truly believe Jen, like if I wasn't already working with an agency, I find PR really time consuming. Um, and I feel like that's what trips entrepreneurs up from wanting to go full on for it because you're like, damn, I'm going to write all these pitches and do all these follow-ups and build all these relationships. And I also have to do all the things in my business. Um, but I see the power of it. And not just from a link perspective, but an exposure perspective and a credibility perspective, especially if you have high level services or offers, like having that credibility piece, that vouch is huge for entrepreneurs. Absolutely. Michael, you want to bring us home? Let's do it. Um, you know, I would, I would also say, you know, what Emily had said is speaking for sure. Um, and one of the coolest, um, and I'll share this, another story. This could be a, actually another flop um, story, uh, <laughs> but TEDx. Uh, earlier this year, I believe it was March, I want to say, March or April. Um, but here, again, the reason why it was the, my my most favorite to date, um, it will be eclipsed uh, come Friday because this event that I'm speaking at is pretty cool. Um, but the coolest thing about that was that I didn't, I never applied to speak there. I was I was requested to speak at, at this TEDx event. And the coolest thing about this um, wasn't the fact that like, it wasn't just, I was, I felt honored and grateful, which I do. And I did, but it was simply because of the kinds of content I was putting out there. I happened to be connected to the organizer. She happened to realize I, I lived in the area. And when she realized that she immediately sent me a message to ask if I would take her last spot. And that was really freaking cool for a lot of reasons. Um, but now I get to share that story. It's kind of like, you know, I've got some really cool features in Forbes and all those cool places. And yes, I did do the novice move of just like, I just told people about it and that was kind of cool. Um, but in this case, it's, you know, as, a, as somebody that does a lot of speaking, I just, I love sharing that story because I am the most regular person. I don't have, you know, I'm not crazy tall or crazy handsome or crazy, any of these things. I just happen to use what I, what I know and what, you know, what works for me. I use that. You know, when we talk about visibility, I just, I amplify those types of things so that people can see exactly what they're getting with, with this random dude. And so I think it's a really cool story that, you know, that says, you know, we, we can be doing whatever it is that we're doing um, at whatever level we want to categorize ourselves as, uh, and that can be impactful to people. Um, so I think that's, that's my favorite piece of visibility um, today. Beautiful. And I loved that you did that and was cheering you on. It was so exciting. Because I remember you saying, I want to do TEDx. And then it was like two weeks later, you're like, I'm going to do TEDx. Yep. Interesting, right? We had a lot of Forbes features. I know for me, I really enjoyed getting featured in the Huffington Post and Medium and BuzzFeed. Uh, a lot of cool opportunities. And if this feels a little bit out of reach right now, I don't want you to panic. You can 100% do it. And I have two resources for you. The first one is a book that I co-authored with publicist Kristen Marquet called Publicity Jumpstart. And you can grab that on Amazon. Those have tons of great tips 
tips where you can get started on your publicity journey yourself. And number two, I wanted to let you know that I do offer a PR service at Visibility Vixen. So you can check that out at visibilityvixen.com forward slash agency. This is a great way to outsource the publicity of your business with someone who's been there, done that, and can help you start getting featured. All right, let us jump into the next episode.